Welcome to the Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is a professional storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. Hi, Karen. Hello, Michael. What story do you have today? Here's a story from Jasmine Moe. I moved to South Florida in 1988. In my early days, I had an office in downtown Boca. I had a client that walked in referred by another client. And he told me that he wanted to do different houses and he wanted to put them up for sale. So being that I was also a real estate agent, as well as an architect, we decided to show property and see what he thought of different lots that were the kind of lots that he wanted, like high-end properties on the water and that kind of thing. So we we took pictures of the house, of the places that he liked, and then he decided he wanted to put them in, in, in a brochure, which is really not unusual uh, for doing something like this. And he asked me also if he could put my name and my logo in the brochure. And I thought it would be free advertising. So I thought it was great. So I, I approved that. And he went on. Then I didn't hear from him for a while. And then one day, out of the blue, I get a phone call from someone who told me that this uh, person had taken about a million dollars from him a few months ago and that he was going to do a development with me and that I was his partner, which got me like, what? (laughs) I said, no, I'm I'm not his partner. I don't know what you're talking about. And then he says, well... Uh, my attorney will call you because he has done this to other people as well. Uh, at that point, I realized that, you know, this guy was a fake and that he was just trying to get money for free. <laughs> and I felt like really scared that I would be involved with him. And uh, I regretted not having to check him first. But actually, at that time, there was no Google. So I really couldn't uh, find out except that, you know, this other client had referred me to him. So it went on and, uh, you know, back and forth with the attorneys. And uh, and I was really upset that he had used me. But I, I trusted him. I had no idea that he would do something like that. He had... He had been really nice and he was well-dressed and he had a nice car and he had a beautiful house and I met his wife and they even invited me to his house a couple of times. So I I really didn't think there was anything wrong with this guy. But you know, things like this happen in South Florida. And then uh, one day they just, uh, I got a call from the attorney who told me that he had been in hiding for a few months and that they finally caught him and he served uh, jail. So I'm so happy that he was finally caught up. And in my 40 years of doing this type of work, uh, it really was the only time that happened that this something like this happened. And I'm so glad because <laughs> you know, I really don't want that to happen ever again to anyone.
Jasmine Moe, a story about her brush with crime. Oh, Michael, can you imagine having somebody like this, a con artist, pass you off as his partner? And here you're you're new to the area. You're trying to build your reputation. Uh, she can laugh about it now, but it must have been horrifying. I, I don't think she was laughing. She's, I would still be upset about this. No, she was chuckling when she was telling the story. Oh, she was. And I think time heals all wounds. <laughs> It started off so innocently, and you trust people, and just using a person stationary, you don't realize you could be involved in something so nefarious just by lending somebody a logo. She says he had a nice car, he had a nice house, he had a nice wife, they went to his house, he was well-dressed. It kind of makes me think of the way people used to talk about Ted Bundy. Just because people look great and look clean cut doesn't really tell us anything about them. And yet we are constantly, this is no fault of Jasmine's, we are constantly fooled by appearances, as the story makes very clear. This is the textbook con man, trying to build your influence and your trust with other people when you, you really never had any intention of doing something honest. To be fair, and this man does not uh, deserve my being fair to him, but to be fair, Jasmine says the perfect uh, expression. She says it would be free advertising. Why not? It would be free advertising. And as you and I know, there is no such thing as free. And uh, this so-called free advertising could have cost her a lot if uh, people hadn't believed her and if she had ended up in a court of law and had to prove that she was innocent quite lucky. She is lucky she didn't lose any of that money, but I think it probably changed her approach on of, of life in general. And the coda to this story, the they all lived happily ever after part of this story is, she said, it never happened in 40 more years of her career down here. And I'm sure that only has to happen once before you check people out. And as she pointed out, there was no Google back then. How do you find out how hard it must have been? Even today, people are conned. How much more difficult back then it must have been to check people out. Yeah, this con man knew what he was doing. It probably wasn't the first time he did it. And if he's finished his jail sentence, I hope hopefully he won't do it again. I hope you're right. Well, thanks for bringing that story in, Karen. If our listeners have a South Florida story they would like to share, how can they get in touch with you? Send me an email to cneil, that's C-N-E-I-L-E, at F-A-U dot E-D-U. As long as it's a true personal story that happened to you in South Florida, I do not need a summary. I'll send you instructions. Our website also has information at WLRN.org. Click radio and the public storyteller. Thanks, Karen. Thank you, Michael. See you next week. Dr. Karen Neal is a professional storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. My name is Michael Stock. The Public Storyteller returns next Sunday.